on the block on demand. This is on the block with Brent Axe. Welcome back. You are on the block. ESPN Radio. Who South Front should have told you? Great to have you here. It's presented by Burdick BMW. Rare treat, kids. Usually we do this in the 5 o'clock hour, but it's going to be kind of busy. We've got John Wildhack, top of the hour. We've got Brandon Cuddy. Are you saying you don't have time for me? I'm saying I don't have time for you. I'm being upfront with you, saying I do not have time for your nonsense next hour. I have time for your nonsense oh, now. Good. Uh, by the way, if you, uh, growing crowds in the Utica area, both uh, Trump protesters and Trump supporters, either way, that's what the ESPN app is for, because... You're just, just kind of, you're just kind of standing around, right, holding signs and everything. So if you have the app, you can uh, download the ESPN app, put it on your smartphone, and find ESPN Syracuse or oh. ESPN Utica Rome and listen to us while you're out there chanting whatever you're chanting. Bon- bonus points if you show up with a, a show-related sign. Yes. See, here's the thing. We were not thinking ahead. We were not thinking ahead. Not too late, though. If you show up. To this protest, I don't care what side you're on, okay? And there is an on the block with Brent Axe sign, okay? And I'm saying this now, like, so you better, like, get out there. Hurry up and do this, because I wasn't <laughs> thinking ahead on this. But if you bonus point show up with a sign and give us photo documentation of some sort that you're in the crowd with an on the block with Brent Axe sign of some sort, I don't care if it's for or against the show. Brent Axe is fake news for all I care. <laughs> on the block is not fake news. I, I we will we will send you something. I don't know what, I don't know what we have to we'll send. Go them, into the we'll prize closet. We'll figure something out. Okay. So this is a last minute appeal from me, not thinking ahead of all the free publicity we could get here. But if you show up in the crowd, okay, pro Trump, anti Trump, I don't care, with an on the block with Brent Axe sign of some sort. Uh, and f- document it, send it to us. We we will send you something. Okay, figure I don't know it what. Out. We'll figure I don't it know. out. I'm sure uh, uh, the great one Ed Levine wouldn't mind if you know we dipped into bonus something. bonus points if like Nate Mink tweets the picture of it. You see, that's what I'm saying. Find one of our reporters. Be like, here you go, and we will send you something. So last minute appeal because we did not think ahead, which certainly not the first. It won't be the last time we fail to do that. It's true. Seth Goldberg, member of the Street Crunch Champion yes. Team Axe, has 10 questions for his kids. I'm going to answer them as best I can because I don't know what they are. Let's go on the blind side. Well, we're going to start with the Street Crunch game. How much did my stock go up for next year's draft? Big time. Big time. Well, it couldn't I, go lower. I'm afraid I could lose you to Team Tamaria now. He knows you can play. Seth Goldberg not only knows which way the stick goes, he scored on the mighty Wayne Mahar. Yes. My man right here. So proud of you. Who lasts longer, DJ Durkin or Urban Meyer? That's a great question, and the answer is Urban Meyer. Why? Because Urban Meyer wins. And Urban Meyer, they're going to find every way they can to keep Urban Meyer at Ohio State. If he hasn't been fired by now, he will not be fired at this point. He could be disciplined in some sort. He could sit five, six games, maybe even a year if it's that serious. But DJ Durkin is replaceable, and... We're going to get into this during hot takes. I don't understand why we feel like we still got to do this stuff in 2018, what he is doing at Maryland. It's it's despicable. 
Why does Mil- Why does Will Muschamp think it's a good idea to call out ESPN for a coach friend doing something stupid? It's not a good idea. First of all, it's not a good idea to attack anonymous sources because anonymous sources need to be anonymous sometimes to protect themselves. That's why they do it, from idiots like Will Muschamp. Second of all, I will guarantee you that Will Muschamp has been an anonymous source for someone at some point in time because that's what coaches do. How else does he get these jobs? Exactly. That's how coaches coach. talk themselves up, get themselves into the conversations for jobs that are open. And Will Muschamp has moved around from a, a few jobs. They've been anonymous sources. So you're not helping matters. It's not gutless that somebody talked anonymously to ESPN. They're protecting themselves from retribution, from DJ Durkin, from Maryland, from, you know, add to that list of people. That, that is... I'll use the word again. It's reprehensible. If any of them put their names on it, current player, coach, former coach, whatever, none of them would ever be back in a college exactly. football program. Is it better to put your name on it? In some cases, yes. But if you got to protect yourself, in the meantime, blowing the whistle on this crap, then I say good for you. Is Tiger back? Tiger is back. He is back in how his swing looks, how healthy he is, the bravado. And you know where Tiger is is taking a step forward. I've never seen that yesterday. Tiger Woods waiting for someone who beat him. Waiting there as Brooks Kapka comes back. Is it a little PR there? Because the cameras are on and Tiger knows it? Absolutely. Is Tiger also waiting for Brooks Kapka's lovely girlfriend? No comment? I don't know. And there was a scene before that where someone patted Tiger on the butt. I'll let you go look that up yourself. Okay? There was. But Tiger is back. We're back with Tiger. We're riding this wave. I've never seen the American sports public root for somebody the way they root for Tiger. And I mean that. I just it, it It's captivating to me how everybody gets behind this guy. Should the Browns sign Des Bryant? I think they absolutely should, just for hard knocks. I mean, let's go. Who doesn't want to see that? And they, they could use a couple good receivers. If I'm Tyrod Taylor or Baker Mayfield, I'll take Des Bryant. Does Des Bryant want to play for the Browns? That's the other question. Do you really want to go there? Nah. Be a part of the redemption no. story in Cleveland? No, but what do they have to lose? Go get them. Uh, I just want to chime in that Polly has a big prize if you manage to get a sign on national TV. Now we're talking. So Now we're... We don't know what that prize is, but it's a big prize. I'll, t- I'll tell you in the break. It's a big prize, okay? On the block with Brent Axe. I don't care what it get says. Get it on CNN Brent Axe is fake whatever. news. I don't care if it gets on national television. We've got a big prize for you. <laughs> get out to that Trump rally in Utica now with the sign. Go. Hurry. Do it. Is making a rookie play an entire preseason game a punishment? Yes, it is. It's a very clever punishment. Hugh Jackson speaking But it gives the Browns, him an opportunity to, to make the team. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. No, that's a... That, Making an NFL football player play all four quarters of a preseason game, that is a brilliant punishment. Brilliant punishment. And this was uh, the member of the Cleveland Browns. Yes, Antonio Callaway. Who his, they found marijuana in his car, and it was the old, oh, I let someone borrow the car, therefore marijuana showed up in it excuse. Yes. Right? Yes. So That's exactly what happened. Hugh Jackson says, yeah, you're going to play the whole game, buddy. That's great. Uh, should Donald Trump make any sports references today? He did. He tweeted about he Brooks do? Kepka. No, I meant when in like his like local sports references when he's here. Oh, sure. It, uh, local sports did references he? always win. Do we know that he did? I, he is not. He is okay. not. He tweeted about Brooks Kepka, but I meant like a go orange at the the base. Well, we don't know if he's talking about himself or 
a basketball team in that case, so he'd have to clarify. But he would. That always wins every single time. I, but when he did his, when he was campaigning, I can't remember if he, he said, said anything about Bayheim or not. He said in Pennsylvania we're going to bring Joe Paterno back. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. Okay. From what? The dead. Exactly. Is the shot clock in lacrosse a good thing or bad thing? It's neither. It's a great thing. It's overdue. It's 10 years overdue. Lacrosse is the fastest game on two feet, which was infiltrated by all these coaches that did everything they could to slow the game down. So I don't want a shot clock in the sense that it's a necessary thing to speed up a game that shouldn't need the infusion. But a 60, and here's, it, it sounds ridiculous to say, because there's technically a shot clock now, but it's a certain situation, and it's not visible. A visible shot clock. One that's not everybody by the sees what's happening, which is not only in the discretion of the referee, has finally arrived. I have been asking for this for a decade, and finally it's here. I hated that it was the ref's discretion. I thought that was such a I don't know why they were policy. so resistant to it. The people within the sport that didn't see that this was needed. I have to question their credentials. Will Sam Darnold start week one for the Jets? Yeah, absolutely he will. You know who else is starting week one? Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills. He is going him, though. to start. I, I, I asked and answered that myself anyway. Josh Allen is starting week one. I am saying it right now. Darnold definitely, Baker Mayfield we know won't start because Hugh Jackson has said, that's not going to happen. Hugh but. Jackson's 1-31 over the last two years. Exactly. It's not smart. Exactly. Baker Mayfield will start at some point, maybe not week one. Josh Rosen in Arizona, I don't see why not. I know you got Sam Bradford there, but he'll eventually start. I think Josh Allen's going to win the job. I'm, 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 I'm going down that road. If the ESPN report is correct, the Clippers fired TV analyst Bruce Bowen for doing his job. I am not familiar with this. He criticized Kawhi Leonard and his handling of the injury last last year. So they booted him for yes. that? I believe it's in Hot Takes if you want the quick synopsis. Ah, we will uh, discuss that more coming up in Hot Takes. Get an on the block with Brent Axine. Now, if you go to the if you go to one of these rallies and you have photo evidence that it's there, that I will send you something. I will I will get you a prize of some sort, okay? But if you get it on national TV... There's a bigger prize. ...and you document this and we can verify it, Paulie has promised a bigger prize coming your way. So get out there, get the storyboard, make those signs, make it happen. Hot takes are next. Stay right there. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back. You're on the block, ESPN Radio. POTUS is in central New York today. Doing the thing. Offer stands, by the way. If you show up downtown Utica, I don't care what side you're on. I would prefer you be on one side or the other, but I'll, I'll stick to sports. But if you, I don't care what the sign says about the show. It could say on the block with Brent Axe's fake news. I don't care. I just, I want, if you get a sign in, like, it has to be like in the crowd of either the protesters or the Trump supporters. We'll we'll send you something if you get in there. You send us a photo. You prove you're there, and you know obviously we, we you have to like tweet us or give us a way to get in touch with you. We'll, we'll send you a prize if that sign gets on national television of some sort. CNN, fake news, Fox News, fake news, whatever it is. I don't care. 
Paulie, I can't say what it is on the air, but trust me, this we're stepping up our prize game here. That's if it gets on national TV. So I shouldn't have thought of this last minute. I think of these things last minute. You know, should have thought of that Friday, knowing the president was going to be in town today. But I'm sure there's like a CVS around the corner there. Go grab some poster board, make a quick sign, and, you know, make it happen. In the meantime, let's do some hot takes. We've got a hot one for you. Oh, you're hot. Why, thank you. So are you. And I'm not afraid to cry. So hot. So hot and Man, it's hot. How hot is it? It's so hot, I poured McDonald's coffee in my lap to cool off. <laughs> it's time for hot takes on the block. It's officially official. Carmelo Anthony has signed with the Houston Rockets. It is a one-year, $2.4 million contract. He will receive the remaining $25.4 million of his original contract from the Atlanta Hawks. Life is good if you're Carmelo Anthony financially, that's for sure. According to Woj, Melo will have a chance to compete for a starting spot in training camp, but could ultimately come off the bench based on what head coach Mike D'Antoni thinks. Now, you'll recall the first marriage between Mike D'Antoni and Carmelo Anthony with the New York Knicks did not end well. It was never well. It never meshed. And D'Antoni moved on. Melo stayed. Melo then moved on to Oklahoma City. That didn't work on a team that you know was not going to contend to go too deep in the West, given the status of the Rockets, given the status of the Golden State Warriors, of course, and now with LeBron with the Lakers, you know, you're just kind of stuck in limbo there. Oklahoma City can compete, but they are not making the finals over any of those teams. Melo has been on the record as saying he doesn't want a bench roll, though that's what he could end up getting here with the Rockets. Carmelo Anthony is one of the most well-compensated NBA basketball players of all time. Carmelo Anthony, and I brought this up before I went on vacation, I believe, the fact that people would even question whether he's a basketball Hall of Famer, uh, I just defer to uh, Jim Beheim, head coach of the Orange on that one. Dumb. Exactly. Carmelo Anthony is unequivocally a Hall of Famer. Like, this is not even a discussion. He is one of the greatest USA basketball players of all time. He's one of the top scorers in the history of the league. Statistically, he has... The numbers. He is a basketball Hall of Famer, not to mention the national championship, one of the best one and dunners of all time. Remember, it's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It's the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. And I know the Olympics is not pro basketball, but if you're just talking about basketball cred, he's a Hall of Famer. But can he do something that Carmelo Anthony has not been able to do in his NBA career? And that's eat some humble pie. Take on a different role and accept the fact that you're not even... Forget being the top option. You're not two or three. You're a role player on the Houston Rockets. Can you accept a role as a role player to play a role, to take a team whose window is closing to really make a run at Golden State? And their window's closing for contract reasons. Chris Paul is not getting any younger, and had he not had that knee injury, Last year, I think Houston may be in the NBA Finals instead of Golden State. Financially, can Daryl Morey keep that team together? There's just a lot of factors that, not to mention LeBron James is in Los Angeles now, that are going to prevent the Houston Rockets from making the Finals. But they've got another couple years where they can make a run at it here. So can Carmelo Anthony, who has credentials up and down, left and right, that need to be praised, do something he has rarely been able to do? Compromise. People have made excuses for Carmelo Anthony for years. 
The Knicks didn't put enough players around him. The Nuggets didn't do that. Oklahoma City didn't work. When is it his fault? When does he come in and say, what do you need me to do? If he does it this time, he might actually make the finals, something he hasn't come close to sniffing That's hot. in his NBA career. Speaking of the NBA, uh, Seth brought this up briefly in the blind side. So the Clippers fired Bruce Bowen, their game analyst on television, after he made comments criticizing Kawhi Leonard. Let me again repeat, the Clippers fired Bruce Bowen. The Clippers. The team Kawhi Leonard has not played for, though people think he could play for because he wants to come back to Los Angeles if he doesn't end up with the Lakers and LeBron. Bowen criticizing Kawhi over his handling of injury issues last season, saying, quote, I think there's nothing but excuses going on. First it was, well, I was misdiagnosed. Look here, you got $18 million this year, and you think that they're trying to rush you? You didn't play for the most part a full season this year. You're the go-to guy, you're the franchise, and you want to say that they didn't have your best interest at heart? Are you kidding me? And he goes on to, you know, he's pretty critical. To which I say, good for you, Bruce Bowen. The people that are in this position are in tricky spots. You know, I worked for the Buffalo Bills radio network for three years. And while I worked for a radio station that had the rights for the Bills, you're working for the Bills because they're paying for it, right? So I will give the Bills a lot of credit in this. In working there for three years, I was never told to say anything on the air. I was never told to take a certain stance, to spin something a certain way. I was just told by people that are in these positions to be fair. The only time I ever got blowback for something that I said on the air was when I criticized the Bills for signing Ryan Fitzpatrick to a big-time contract extension after six games. And I'll stand by that one. Fitzmagic, love Ryan Fitzpatrick for many reasons, Certainly at the top of that list, all the radio content he's given me over the years. But that was stupid. And I wasn't going to hide that from Bills fans, even though I was on their network. And by the way, at the, at the, in, a, in a small window of time, a lot of Bills fans were ripping me for that. Well, you know, long view, I think I won that one. But when you work for teams, like you know who's signing your check, but you've got to have credibility with your audience. I just find this interesting that it's the Clippers, They fired Bowen for criticizing Kawhi Leonard, and they don't even have him. They're firing under the pretense of, we're going to make a run at this guy. We want to clear everything out of the way that could possibly get in the way of that. That's hot. That is just unbelievable. And I don't say that word um, often these days because what is unbelievable anymore, right? Tiger Woods yesterday, that's not unbelievable. That's very believable. And I think that's like the default word we go to. But... He didn't even play there. If you are an analyst for the Toronto Raptors, I would I, I would just say nothing but great things about Kawhi Leonard if you want to be duly employed in the upcoming season. That that is incredible to me that that can happen. 437-7644. Brent Dax Media on Twitter. The text line is 2880644. And one more thing on hot takes, because it's been a while. Let's get the clock fired up. How long can I take a take? And we turn to the original talent of this segment, Stephen A. Smith. So here's how it works. 
I have a take from Stephen A. Smith. I have not heard the take from Stephen A. Smith. What I'll do is I'll start the clip, I'll start the clock, and we'll see how long I can take a take. And today's contestant is Stephen A. Smith. All right, boys, here we go. Hit the clip, start the clock. Let's start. I got to tell you something. It's something special, and it's something the nation needs right now. With all the stuff that we talk about and the things that we're going through in various other sports, particularly the sport of football with the protests and things of that nature, yesterday you had individuals, white, black, and beyond, looking at Tiger, and I don't know of anybody other than Kepka who was rooting against him. I really, and, and Adam Scott, I don't know of anybody who was rooting against this man because you had a situation where he was bringing everybody together and reminding us all of the mosaic that sports creates in our minds eye for all. We're at 40 us. seconds. That's pretty when good. I talk about the world of sports. It's not a record, but we're getting there. Sports is supposed to be the closest thing to a meritocracy that we have. All right. I'm, I'm just going to stop it right there. I can take one big word. I can take mosaic, but then you're throwing a second big, somebody Google that word for me, and, and, and I'll just have to stop right there. But how far do we make it, guys? 49 seconds? That's pretty good for me. That's pretty good. That was a great tease. I never replay these clips because my ears get upset at me for this, but listen, that's a great lead right there. You got to give Stephen A that. I got to tell you something. It's something special, and it's something the nation needs right now. I mean, how do you not stop and say, whoa, what does that mean? He's not entirely wrong there. It is something we need in a sense of, I mean, come on, let's not say sports is going to save the world somehow, but it can unite us unlike almost anything in the world can. Tiger goes across all demographics. He goes across all manner of sports fans. People that never watch golf, let alone know anything about golf, will stop what they're doing when Tiger's making a run like that. He is the rare athlete that not only passes the mom test, he aces it and goes across all board spectrums and anything you can think of. They all watch Tiger, know Tiger, and when he's making a run like that, one thing when Tiger's playing well or he's on the leaderboard, when he is ready to strike and is competing with the best of the best in the sport today, that wasn't a fluky leaderboard yesterday. You had Brooks Kepka there, who's now won three majors. You had Justin Thomas there. You had Adam Scott there. You had, you know, really good players, best of the best within striking distance. And here comes Tiger Woods out of the woods, quite uh, literally in a sense, some of those tee shots he was hitting yesterday. Stephen A. makes a great point there. He is a rare athlete that can grab everybody and hold their attention. It's still something that sports can do. Not bad. Not bad. 49 seconds. That's pretty good for me. All right, let's break on that note. Don't forget, John Wildhack's coming up top of the hour. He's the athletic director at Syracuse University. We have a lot to talk about with him for sure. Brandon Cuddy later in the show. We'll talk Yankee baseball with us. Yankees, Mets, Subway Series getting underway tonight. Can you feel the excitement back after this? Thank you. Bye-bye.